Sound the trumpets. It's horse racing time. Saddle up for action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code RTFP. Only on the DK Horse app. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. 18 plus 21 plus in certain states to open or access an account and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligible restrictions apply. Voidware prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at dkhorse.com. You're listening to DraftKings Network. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It never is. It's a teaching tutorial Thursday, most people's favorite day of the week because it means class is in session with Professor Greg Cosell, 44 years at NFL Films University. Absolutely love Greg. Of course, the executive producer and on-air talent for the NFL matchup show. We are previewing the NFC North today, loving how much attention this preview series is getting. Tell everybody you know about it. Look, you can always check these episodes out all the way through training camp because they will still hold true. You can also watch us on video, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Today would probably be a pretty good day to do that because I have circles under my eyes. No, I did not get punched in the eyes. And no, I did not have a sip of alcohol or anything like that last night. I rarely swim in the morning, but I decided to do a swim workout this morning. And those are my goggle lines. So if you want to see what I look like with goggle lines, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. I did remember to have winners for spreading the word, sponsor confirmation emails, YouTube. I'll announce those later on in the show. Make sure you stick around. We are presented by DraftKings and we are also Presented by Max, because when it comes to streaming, my first draft pick is Max. Has the best entertainment for whatever mood I'm in, my family's in. Sometimes it's drama. They got superhero movies like The Batman, Shazam. Sometimes you want to do a little home renovation, fixer upper, welcome home or hometown. I'm a more of a comedy guy. I like to laugh. Curb your enthusiasm. Watching with the fam. How about Max Original Sesame Street, Max Original Gremlins, Secrets of the Mogwai? Do not wait to pick the best of streaming entertainment. Max, with something for every mood I'm in, anytime, it's always a win. Plans are as little as $9.99 a month. Max, the one to watch, subscription required. Visit max.com. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Joined by Greg Cosell, as always on a Thursday. Check him out on social media, of course, at Greg Cosell. Greg, I'm loving how many people are really enjoying this series. It feels like it's one of the first shows out there to actually do a preview, right? We're done with the OTAs. We're done with the mini camps. There's not going to be that many 
roster moves between now and training camp. And I loved what you said last week about Darren Waller and the value of a tight end being able to be the boundary X. Let's get in to the NFC North today, uh, which is a fascinating division for every team. Every team, there's something really interesting. Yeah. For the Bears, I, I guess, you know, we're talking about them offensively, Greg. What are you looking for there? If I have one more person ask me if Justin Field is going to make the Jalen Hurts leap this year, I'm going to lose my mind. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, look, and, and maybe he does, Greg. I guess what I've been telling people is he does not have the same team around him that Hurts had in Philadelphia last year. No, and, and they're obviously trying to build. Uh, they drafted Darnell Wright with the 10th pick in the draft in the first round to play right tackle. Uh, I thought he was the most physical offensive lineman in this draft class. I think he'll be a day one starter. Um, they actually got really good play a year ago from kind of an unknown player. I think a smaller school player at left tackle in Braxton Jones played very well for them. Um, so they, they probably feel that their offensive line is getting better. They signed Nate Davis um, from the Titans, who's a solid guard. Um, I think with, with Fields, what you're looking for with Fields, we know he's an explosive athlete, and we know he'll always make some runs that are special. I think what they're looking for and what any quarterback coach would be looking for is just the ability to play effectively from the pocket. You can't live on those improvisational second reaction plays, um, and I think you're looking for him to be much more efficient and effective from the pocket, executing the structure of the offense and the pass game with timing and rhythm. And you would expect that to continue just with experience, with a better feel for what he's seeing. Um, And, you know, we'll have to wait and see, but obviously he's a very, very talented guy and he's 6'3", 230. He's big. He's got an arm. We know he can run, but that's what you're looking for. You're looking for the further development of a quarterback to play at a high level at the NFL level. Did you see improvement in that area last year, Greg, as opposed to his rookie year? Because I feel like I – I mean, I thought the rookie year was pretty bad, to be honest with you, when I watched him. I thought last year he definitely made some strides in that area, and I I guess I'm kind of expecting him to make strides. I guess the question in my mind, Greg, is like, how big is, is it? Still little strides, or is it big strides? All right, and that's a great point. And the other thing, which which I don't know, and then you'd have to be there to know, is how they coach them. You know, sometimes when you have quarterbacks that are really good runners and can make plays, because one thing a lot of people don't think about is when you have a quarterback that can run like that, and not only let's say on first down when he's in the gun and you have to defend. Um, the running element of the quarterback, but even on third and long, when you have to account for the fact that he can scramble, it impacts how defenses have to play. So that's an important point. Um, but the, the point I was trying to make was, do you coach him to say, hey, we really would like you to, to, to work more from the pocket and not take off as much and really learn how to play more from the pocket? Or because he is special at times as a runner and a scrambler, is he being told, hey, if you see it, just go? And I don't know how, how that's coached. I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer there. Um, I, I Maybe I'm old school, but I still believe that in this league, you have to make throws from the pocket at times in critical situations. And if you're not learning how to do that with all the detail and nuance and subtlety that's involved in that, because there's a discipline to that, then at some point that's going to fail you. Two things that I still want to get to with you on the Bears, Greg. Number one, 
You know, it felt like the field's runs last year were primarily scrambles. And he's about as gifted of a quarterback runner as I've ever seen. They really need to incorporate him in the run game. And you and I both talk about it with the Eagles a lot, just the impact that that has on the defense. Correct. With some design runs or him being a a focal point of it. I did want to ask you about their receiver's Claypool and DJ Moore. I mean, Greg, they gave up essentially the 32nd pick for Chase Claypool. Yeah, and you're not hearing a lot of good things about him. So obviously DJ Moore is a very, very good receiver. I've really liked him since he came out of Maryland. Um, You know, I think Mooney is back and he's, he's got a vertical element to his game. I'm curious to see how Tyler Scott, the rookie from Cincinnati fits in. He's another guy that can run. Um, Bayless Jones is an interesting player, second-year player out of Tennessee who can be very effective in the slot, can be very effective with the jet sweep game. You know, he's a guy you want to get the ball in his hands. He's very good uh, run after catch. Um, So we'll see how that all plays out. But, uh, yeah, Claypool, unfortunately, you, you keep reading things that are not positive. We'll see. Very interesting because you were not high on him coming out of the draft. And then he had a really good rookie year, I think, for the Steelers. And it's kind of been downhill since then. Their defense fascinates me, Greg. I mean, they they have a heavy emphasis on their safeties and linebackers, which is like the opposite of everybody else out there. Yeah. Um, They had a chance to take Jalen Carter. They elected not to for whatever reasons. To me, their D-line in general, D-tackles in particular, leave a lot to be desired for what you need in this league. Yeah, it's funny because I think Matt Eberflus also has a, a, a focus on the D-tackle position. Think about the Colts when he was the D.C. there, and they, they traded for Buckner. They had Grover Stewart, who, as you well know, is a very overlooked, really good D-tackle. And if you notice, in the second and third round this year, they drafted two D-tackles. Gervon Dexter from Florida and Zach Pickens from South Carolina. So, you know, I think that 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 position, right or wrong, and again, there's so many ways to play in this league, as you know, Ross, this is not a a mathematical equation. Here's the only way to do it. Um, But obviously, Matt Eberfuss believes that the defensive tackle position in his defense is important. Um, You know, and they spent a lot of money on linebackers. Um, Even Jack Sanborn, who got hurt last year, I believe, against the Eagles when they played, came in and he replaced Roquan Smith and he was getting 12, 13, 14 tackles a game and he'll be back. So yeah, yes, you're right. They really place a major emphasis really on the middle of their defense, which is a little bit antithetical to the rest of the league, D tackle linebacker and safety. Let's talk Detroit lions, Greg, a lot of hype about this team, a lot of conversation about their offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson. Is he that good, Greg? Like, do you, what, what is it about him that that makes him so good that he's getting so much love? Well, maybe we'll come back to them as we get into training camp because I'm actually going to to really do kind of a detailed study of their offense starting in a number of weeks. Um, but you know, the one thing that always stood out to me last year watching their tape, um, and you know, it's a lot different for me. I'm going to watch six, seven games in a row. You know, I can't do that during the season. So when you watch six, seven games consecutively over a day or two period, you really see concepts and and themes as to what they're trying to get accomplished. But it seemed like receivers were open. And that tells you that the structure of the pass game versus anticipated defenses is really working effectively. 
um, because, you know, Goff is, has always been a pretty thrower of the football. He, he's a pocket quarterback. He needs to be secure in the pocket. They've got a really good old line. I'm not sure people realize how good it is. It's not talked about a lot. It's really good. You know, Goff is secure. He delivers the football. Um, they've got good weapons. I thought Jameer Gibbs was a really good pick. Um, I know people might have thought, oh, pick, you know, 12th pick in the draft. You don't do that. But he's a weapon. He's not just a running back. Um, their offense was a lot of fun to watch, and I'm really looking forward to studying it. You know what uh, Detroit's near? Canada. You know what comes from Canada? Labatt Blue Lights. Drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends. Live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. It's delicious beer. Labatt USA. Buffalo, New York. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What about the Lions on the defensive side of the ball, uh, Greg? You know, they got some really encouraging young D linemen. But yeah. it was interesting after drafting, after Rodriguez had a good year and they re-signed Anzalone, that they took Jack Campbell in the first round. Yeah, and I love Jack Campbell's tape. I just think he's going to be a really solid pro. I think they're really good at linebacker. They really have a lot of size at linebacker. Anzalone's big. Um, and he, you, and he's from your area, right? Anzalone. Yep. He's, yeah. Hometown. And, yeah. He's, um, you know, he was obviously, as you know, a big time recruit going to Florida, just seemed to get hurt all the time. Uh, he played really well with the saints his last year or two there. Then now, now he's with, uh, the lions played really well. They obviously resigned him. Um, I love the pick of Campbell six, five, two fifty. Um, you know, he tested at the combine way better than people anticipated, but I, I, I wasn't surprised by that because I thought his tape was really good. Now they need to clean up their secondary. They've made a lot of changes there. They signed Emmanuel Mosley. They signed Cameron Sutton, whether they're the answer at corner, we'll have to wait and see. Um, obviously they signed uh, Gardner Johnson, who's a really good player. I love the drafting of Brian Branch. I thought he was worthy of a first round pick. He's just a really, really good player who can do multiple things for you. We know that Aiden Hutchinson did well last year. Um, I'm very curious to see their second-round pick from a year ago, Josh Pascal at the University of Kentucky. Um, he was hurt a lot last year. I thought he was a really, really good prospect, and I think he can play both inside and outside, and I'm really curious to see how he does this season. Greg, let's talk Green Bay Packers. I mean, it's a small sample size for Jordan Love at this point. What what are your expectations for him, Greg? Yeah, you know, that's one of those things no one knows. I mean, the guy's been around now for three years. Um, I think they'll do a really good job of trying to help him with what they do offensively, a lot of play action, 
Um, they, they'll help try to help him with the use of personnel formations so they feel that they can get the defense in some predictable fronts and coverages, which always helps a quarterback. Um, we know that they can line up and run the ball. Um, they still have Aaron Jones. They still have A.J. Dillon. Uh, we don't know at all at this point how Love is working with the young receivers, Watson, uh, Romeo Dubs. Uh, they even drafted Jaden Reed from Michigan State in the second round, who's got some speed, has some explosive ability. Um, I actually liked on Tavian Wicks, who they drafted in the fifth round, big receiver out of Virginia, who had a great year in 2021, and the whole Virginia offense kind of was poor in 2022, and Wicks kind of fell victim to that. But they have a lot of young receivers. We just don't know how that's going to play out. They obviously drafted two tight ends. I mean, you know, there's so many unknowns, and I think anybody who says they know Ross, just you don't know. I mean, I think Love is talented. I think he can be a good quarterback. You know, the one thing we don't know is how he sees things in those critical situations when it's third and nine. Does he see the field well? Does the ball come out? Can he play with timing? Uh, can he throw it with precise ball location? These are unknowns as of now. You know, um, a concern of mine, Greg, I don't love that he's inexperienced and all their receivers are so young. Yeah. You know, I, I guess I feel like I'd feel better about it if the receivers were a little bit more experienced. That's a lot of inexperience. It's a lot. That's why we just don't know. You know, and that's why I'm saying anybody who says they know for sure, you just don't know. I mean, the Packers don't even know. They, no, they were they pretty don't. clear about that. I mean, Jordan Love has to play every single week for a while. You know, you know this, Ross. You played in the league for, what, six, seven, eight years? You know that where you really learn about a quarterback is when he does not have a good game on Sunday, and he's got to come back to practice on Wednesday, and he's got to be the same guy, and he's got to be upbeat, and he's got to, you know, he's got to command the huddle and do all those things that are separate from throwing a football, you know, the, all those other things. And everybody's looking at him at that point. You know that. You know how it works. And, you know, we don't know how he's going to respond to that. And also, Greg, what makes a player average versus good, good versus great, is consistency over a large sample size. Correct. Not two games or even four games. It's what did you do the whole year? Snap in, snap out, play in, play out. Anything jump out to you about their defense? Greg, they've got a lot of first-round picks over there. I mean, it's unbelievable. Kenny Clark, Devontae Wyatt, Quay Walker, Rashawn Gary, Jair Alexander, Darnell Savage. It's unbelievable. Lucas Van Ness. Yeah, Van Ness. uh, You know, I read that they're going to make Van Ness an outside backer. Look, they know more than I do. They're with him. I did not see Lucas Van Ness as that kind of player. I actually saw him more as a J.J. Watt kind of player. And I don't want people to think I'm saying he's exactly J.J. Watt. I'm talking stylistically, how he can be deployed in the context of a defense. I saw him as a defensive lineman who could play literally every position along the defensive front. I did not see him as an outside backer. But, hey, like I said, they're around him every day. Um, You know, they're obviously expecting Devontae Wyatt to take a significant step up uh, on the defensive line. He was a first-round pick. Quay Walker, I really liked his tape a lot. They've got a lot of length at linebacker. Walker, 6'4". Campbell, who's been a really good player in this league, Devondre Campbell, he's still there. Um, we know Jerry Alexander is a really good corner. Um, I thought they got really good play from Rudy Ford a year ago, and he's he's going to start at safety. So there's a lot of good players on this defense, and Joe Barry kind of features what would be considered the Vic Fangio mold. You know, I think that's his starting point. Um 
So we'll see. But you're right. They have a lot of high draft picks and players who should be good. Greg, I'm fascinated by the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, They won 13 games last year. And yet it feels like they're kind of revamping. I mean, mean, they moved on from Zadarius Smith. They move on from Dalvin Cook, who's been such a good player for them. I guess let's start with the offensive side of the ball and your thoughts on them moving on from Dalvin Cook. Yeah, yeah, it's probably a money issue. But, um, you know, I think they feel that in the context of that offense, that Madison can be a very effective player. Don't forget where Kevin O'Connell's come from with the Rams. Um, you know, they have a, a defined run game with, you know, with zone as the foundation. Uh, with the Rams, they've had backs that have been really good and been successful. So I'm sure that's what they feel. I actually really like uh, Ty Chandler, who I assume will be their backup. Uh, he came out of North Carolina. I thought he was a really good prospect. So we'll see how that works out. Um, you know, Cousins is one of those guys every year. He puts up really good numbers. Um, they obviously drafted Jordan Addison. Uh, he's... Uh, you know, he'll step in and start with Justin Jefferson. I really like K.J. Osborne a lot. Um, I think he's a really good number three and could end up being a number two, depending on the readiness of Addison. They've got a solid O-line. They've got Hawkinson, who's really good. I mean, this is a good offense. The big change here is on defense. It's going to be totally different, Ross. They're going from Ed Donatel, who hardly ever blitzed and played a ton of split safety, to Brian Flores, who is going to blitz a lot and pressure you and play man coverage. And, you know, that's the way he plays. He's going to attack and be proactive, not reactive. Wow. Interesting. Um, I, I'm really looking forward. I mean, they can't be much worse than they were on defense last year. Greg. Yeah, they were bad. They that were they bad. won as many games as they did. You're unbelievable each and every week here. On the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, I'm taking notes like crazy, Greg. Thank you so much, as always. Thanks, Ross. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, Greg, almost as much as I appreciate West Shore Home. Make sure, if you do nothing else right after this episode, go to westshorehome.com slash Ross. Schedule to get a free estimate so you can get in the best ball draft with me and Joe Dolan next week. We're going against you guys. The first three people that hear this episode get the free estimate at westshorehome.com slash Ross. Sign up for it. You get to go against me and Joe in a best ball draft next week. Plus, West Shore Home is amazing. I mean, they tore out our old two baths and replaced them with a beautiful shower and a fresh new bath in a day. A day. Nobody had to be waiting around. Oh, they're coming again. Oh, they're coming again. Look, I've told you guys this before. Check out the videos. Check out the pictures, the before and after. Westshorehome.com slash Ross. Westshorehome.com slash Ross. Tuck Stakes. All right, Ross. We'll start with linebacker Alec Ogletree is retiring after nine years and 110 starts. So here's the deal, Jack. Nobody ever talks about this. Nobody ever cares. Nah, he wasn't a great player. Guys. Any guy that starts over 100 games in the National Football League, that is an incredible, incredible accomplishment and career. And I just want to take a moment for everyone to think about the physical and mental fortitude that that takes. Very, very hard to be that good, to be that durable, to last that long. 
Congratulations, Alec, on a fantastic career. Former edge rusher for the Steelers and Cardinals, Clark Higgins, died at age 46. This hurts. This hurts on multiple levels. Number one, Clark came into the NFL the year before me. He's around the same age, a couple years older. Number two, Clark was high school teammates with a college teammate of mine that I'm very close with, Marty Cheatham, and he would tell me about Clark. I don't know that I've ever met Clark, um, but uh, we also don't know the cause of death. Uh, but obviously, thoughts and prayers with Clark and his family, Clark's family. 13 years he played in the NFL. The Detroit Lions unveiled a new alternate helmet. I think it looks pretty sweet, and I think it'll look really sweet with like their silver uniforms. But Jack, you're more the uh, the uniform helmet guy, so you tell me your thoughts. I really like it. It's Everybody was kind of annoyed last year that all the helmets were black. We have a new helmet. It's the color that's never been used on a helmet before. And I just don't understand. There was a lot of controversy over the logo. It was, it's. I think it's the 90th anniversary of the Lions, and they used the logo from 1961 from 1969 on the helmet. I think it looks really cool. I'm a big fan of it. It's hard for me to judge helmets without the full picture. I, I will say that. I'll also say I like giving out some winners, Jack. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Love people that help us spread the word about this show or do any way to contribute to the show as we try to grow, which, by the way, is not easy in the podcast realm. There's so many podcasts out there. How about the spread the word winner, Clint Carpenter? He just made a comment on Instagram video, at Ross Tucker Pod. It's that simple. Just make a comment. That helps us a lot. He made a comment on the Carrie Collins video. Let me know what you want, Clint. I got signed press passes, football cards, pictures with your name on it now, bro. Uh, sponsor confirmation email winner. How about Jason Denatalie or Denatalie? I think I'm going to go Denatalie. Anyway, he used the code on the Game Time app. Uh, use our code in the Game Time app to get some red hot chili pepper tickets. Love it. I would love to see the red hot chili peppers. And I do love the Game Time app. So, Jay, same thing. Let me know what press pass you'd want. I still have some awesome ones. And then the YouTube shout out. That's just someone that makes a YouTube comment. YouTube.com slash Raw Second NFL. I actually do a video for you and then email it to you. It's amazing. All of you, by the way, and those of you that want to get in the best ball draft, you have to email me with what you want. Best ball draft people just email me any code or the westshorehome.com estimate or whatever. Ross at Ross Tucker.com. I love hooking you guys up with stuff because that means you hooked us up with something. You guys scratch our back. I will absolutely scratch the crap out of your back. Love it. Have a terrific weekend, everyone. Other than that, I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. You know how we do it. End of every show, I give out some shout-outs. MyFrontPageStory.com is the best gift I'm aware of. If you want something that's truly unique and memorable, MyFrontPageStory.com. Then you got BackOfficeScheduler.com, Evergreen Economics, Go-Bangles.com, SteakhouseSports.com, HumanHeadNYC.com, Sportaculture, and the delicious Pizza Boy Brewing.